Hello and welcome to the Villa Talks podcast. Yes, your ears do not deceive you. We are back two weeks in a row. No three, four week break. We are back to our regular slot. I'm back with the boys, uh, AJ and Carl. I'm pleased to say that Sam's back as well. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. Good to be back. Good, good, Are you good. Really pleased? You really pleased to say it, or um, I kind of miss Yarrow, to be honest. Oh, uh, we all I do. I mean, Villa Vol was great. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, oh, great, Sam. Honestly. We do. Lo- we do love winding you. Up, <laughs> we do love winding you. Oh, up. A, I, you know what can I say? It was a good pod, and I was missing. So yeah, you know, yeah. you can't. Yeah. No one's guaranteed to start. No, you got to work hard, mate. You, you know, you put a good shift in this week, and then uh, yeah. you know, you never know. On Saturday, you might be in the uh, might be in the team, mate. We'll see. We'll That's see. Uh, but yeah, we'll be talking all things Villa as all. Ways. Um, we'll try and keep it short and snappy. Well, short and snappy for us, um, which is probably still about, about an hour, I reckon. But still, um, <laughs> we're going to talk obviously about Diego Carlos, talk about um, the Everton match and the fallout from that, and look ahead to the, the Palace match. And Sam hopefully has a Villa vault for us, although I did tell him about a minute ago that he needs to do it on. So if you hear him clicking in the background, he's just looking and researching, <laughs> I imagine. Um, AJ Carl. You boys good? Yeah. 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 Carl, your beard's looking um, extremely well. Yeah, it's quite um, jealous. It's on it yeah, it's 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 on its final days now. It's gonna get the big chop um before the big day. It's got about a month to go in and it's going. Right. I don't know how to what extent it's going, but um You're going for a shape, you're gonna shape it or um yeah, but it's gonna be it's gonna be right sort of down. It's gonna be it's not not gonna be stubble, there's still gonna be a teeny bit of length to it, but it's gotta it can't be like what it is now. I mean I'd keep it like this, but Be- Becky, uh yeah. she's not she's become a regular on this pod now, hasn't she? Yeah, Becky, Becky. good old Becky. She get her on. She I've got a on. girlfriend, guys, I've got a girlfriend. <laughs> fiance, mate, fiance. Fiance, fiance yeah. 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 I do I, there's a few people on Twitter who do keep starting every post with my girlfriend and my yeah. girlfriend said this and yeah. yeah i know we get it mate you've got a girlfriend yeah, you've got a girlfriend yeah it's nice well done uh, uh, AJ, uh, by the way omar i wouldn't recommend you grow a beard like that mate you'll uh, never get you'll never no, get through airport security no, ever again. no no after uh yeah no no way no way uh I, i've learned my lesson um AJ, how, I, did, how did you learn your lesson? I'm interested. Well, in no, well, well, it's not really because of the beard, but I got dig into. I've talked about it before on the pod. I'm sure I got interrogated in New York first time I went uh, for like two oh, hours. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's America though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, true. But anyway, uh, AJ, I noticed you're going in on the mayor on uh, Birmingham mayor on uh, on Twitter. The mayor of the West Midlands, mate. Wait, sorry, mayor, um, mayor of the West Midlands. Sorry, Andy Street. Andy Street. Yeah. Sorry, it's yeah. just a continual no-show, isn't he? Like uh, he's always. I, lo- I love his uh, transport map where he's just like drawn a load of lines on a crayon and says, yeah, we're all going to have a tram by 2040. Um, I don't know what you start. mean. What do you mean? No, it was all over the, it was all over the shop when the Commonwealth Games was on. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but now that we've got no trains running, I'm sorry, Cole, but uh, you know, <laughs> now there's no trains running and stuff and you've got Burnham out there pri- uh, nationalizing his buses and, uh, having special meetings with Avanti to try and get them up and running again. Where's Andy? He's always saying, Oh, I've got a lovely special relationship with central how's, government, haven't I? How's, Burn, how's Burnham going to get the trains up and running again? There's a strike. Avanti's issues are not a strike, though, are they? Well, they, they, said, they said that there was an illegal strike action. An unofficial on, strike, yeah, but that's not what the unions say, mate. Welcome Which, to the I uh, Great, I great British Railway I don't know if the listeners are interested in this. I don't know, why, I don't know why Omar asked me about that. I don't care. I don't know why Omar asked me about that. I just wanted to wind you up, that was all. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. 
this is uh it was just a break from aj talking about bikes that <laughs> yeah. I... you wanted it done quick. You, you said you yeah. wanted this one done quickly let's do it, let's do it, now, let's you're, now you're asking me to talk to rant about politics yeah, so, yeah. well let's let's know. quickly let's quickly go we'll we'll, we'll, we'll go into hero and villain in a, in a minute let's quickly talk about diego carlos um God, like what? Hero and villain shit. I forgot. Um, well, we'll just talk about the Everton game. But Diego Carlos um, obviously ruptured his Achilles. Uh, it's as bad as we thought. Six to nine months out. Um, posted a couple of pictures today, hasn't he, AJ, on uh, on social media and a nice positive message he sent out. Yeah, he's obviously a positive guy. Uh, I suppose he's in week one of a nine month rehabilitation so it's probably, <laughs> probably relatively easy in the scheme of things to be positive today but seems like the uh um operation's all gone as well as planned but uh i did notice on one of the pictures um on first glance it actually looks like they've chopped his foot off uh you have to sort of zoom in to see the angle because it's just like very straight on and he's kind of got his foot raised up so yeah that'd be our just our luck wouldn't it if they wouldn't, uh yeah. Not surprising either, considering yeah. their first reaction to his injury was to treat it for cramp. <laughs> to stretch oh. it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just what you need like, when you've done yeah, your Achilles. That's what ruptured stretch it. Stretch it out. Yeah, it was probably only a little minor tear <laughs> to start with, and then they just like, started like, hammering his foot in. Did you see that at one stage, Buendia ran over to try and do a bit of translation? It's like yeah, they yeah. didn't understand what was wrong with him. And it was like, don't know what's wrong with him. Let's just Let's just stretch it out. He could have yeah. bust his leg. You can stretch it out. Find out what's wrong first. It did look like he was pointing in a way that suggested cramp, to be fair. So I well, can see why they would have thought that. What but... I'm saying is medical professionals should not be judging <laughs> yeah, injuries should... on where people are pointing. I'd yeah, they should, they should check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe I think that guy's going to be on performance review this week. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, obviously the fallout from that is... I mean, to be fair, he might as well broke, cut his foot off the way some fans are going on. Like he's never going to play football again. Now, obviously, it's a difficult injury to come back from. We know it's a, compared to a, a clean leg break or something like that, where mm. you know, the, the, obviously, a lot of the spring and the, the pace of a player comes from that that part of the body, and uh, it's a difficult one to come back from. And he's 29 years old, but you know, in the day, he signed a four-year contract. He's going to be out for six. Yeah, to, why six did to we give months. him a four-year contract? It's twenty nine. It just oh, seems you to have to, I think every, everything's a four year contract these days because of FFP. I, you know, think that's yeah. all, I think that's I think all right so. though. Cent, Centre backs tend to go on. Yeah, a and I, I think I think, we, I think we mentioned this before on the pod. Yeah, I think um, these days, you know, a lot of a lot of players hit their prime now. 32, 31, 32, 33 now. I think uh, if you look at Premier League. Oh, did I say it? Maybe <sighs> we'll talk about it later. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> We've got that one ready for you in the bag. Um, but yeah, you know. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously. So, yeah, I mean he's a centre back, so you would hope he's missed eight games in his career. Yeah, right? I know. And God, he comes to, typical he, he comes, he comes to Villa and he's out for eight months. First time. <laughs> it's, not, you like, never, it's not a career ender usually, is it? Though you never hear no, somebody's no, done their Achilles. Uh, well, and it's a career ender. On a, They're never on the same WhatsApp, again. I think. Yeah, a WhatsApp group that I'm on, um, some negative Nigel on there has said that um, one out of three don't recover. Yeah, but is really? that general population rather than one yeah, of three professional possibly. But fine-tuned who, who, athletes? Who, who, who ruptures their Achilles other than athletes, really? You don't, you don't uh, sorry, sorry, walking sorry, down sorry, the park, yeah. yeah. running for a bus. Like. And what does, what does fail to recover mean? Like, it, yeah. it never, it never this meets is a dreadful, again. This won't, is a dreadful won't stat. Play, won't, won't, play, won't play again. <laughs> Hmm. I, no, I, I mean, I don't know where he got his stats from. Clearly, no. not reputable need the place. Is you, yeah. you mate. Well, it, it, it was Mozza. You know him, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think we can classify him. Mozza. 
Yeah, right. get him on the pod. Yeah, we can interrogate him. He does work for a football club, to be fair. He does. Yeah, he works for Man City. In social media, though, so he's probably not yeah. a medical expert. Right. No, he denies it's just social media. He says it's wow. better than that. But we, oh, he, we he was right that. about Grealish, though, in fairness, if I remember yeah. correctly. Very late on, though. He's not, you know, mm, I think only I, when, was it when we all already knew at that oh, point. Uh, really, uh, I'll be honest, was I, like, I think I was quite early with the release clause, if you remember. They've asked, me, right. they've asked yeah, me to yeah. write a tweet, so he's definitely coming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've just seen his dad. Um, to be fair, he doesn't listen. listen. Does no, he no, listen? no, no. I send it to him, and he, he makes a point of telling me every week that he hasn't listened. So, yeah, yeah. fuck him. <laughs> Cheers, Mozza. Shout out to Mozza. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's look at replacements then, Sam. Um, it's one of two ways we can go. Obviously, we weren't planning for another centre back, but now we have to sign a centre back. Uh, if, if especially if Courtney House goes out. Yeah, on loan, which looks like he's likely to. Would you, if it was you, would you be going all in and spending big money on a centre back, or would you be looking in the loan market? Uh, I think I'll be looking at the loan market. To be honest, um, I, I, you know, with Camera in there, you know, I, I was at the game on on Saturday, and I thought in the first half we uh, we that Everton couldn't get out um, apart from set that one set piece where they had the goal disallowed. Um, we absolutely dominated them in the park. And it looked like Carlos and Mings just had a total stroll because we were just mopping up everything in front of them. And obviously Cameron plays a big part in that. And it just makes you think, doesn't it? If we can get Conza back to anything approaching his best form, with Mings and uh, with Mings and Conza uh, in there and Cameron in front of them, I just think, it, I, I, I don't think that we necessarily have to spunk 35, 40 million on the centre-half. I would say get someone in so that we've got enough cover. Um, do they have to be better than Mings or Konza? I don't. I, I'm not convinced they have to be, but Konza needs to get back to his best form. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think House is up to much really anymore, and I think he's uh, fair play to House if he wants to go and be first choice somewhere, go to Watford or whatever it might be. Then you know, respect that. But I would be looking for a, for loan cover. Um, I think we can get through this season. I think it will be tighter at the back of the camera anyway. And then, um, yeah, hopefully Carlos comes back firing uh, next season. It's a, it's a big if, isn't it, Carl? Uh, in terms of Conza going back to going back to his pre uh, well, pre COVID pre post COVID pre COVID form, if you like, um, you know what I mean. Um, you know where he was. I, I literally have no idea. What All right, I mean, fine. With All that right. timeline, but that timeline, yeah. Well, you know, in lockdown when he was without. Do you fans, think he'll yeah. never recover that form though, Omar? Because that's quite a big shout. Oh, no, I don't. I don't think so. Get... But I think his confidence is shot to bits because he, again, he came on the. Uh, on Saturday and uh, was it Saturday or Sunday, I can't remember now. Um, he came Saturday. on against Everton and and he looked shoddy again. He he, he lost two of his aerial duels straight away. Um, and we were, I know we were up against the Rose because conceded a goal, but I don't think he helped at all. And uh, I think there's tough a, time to come on, but you're right. Yeah, you're right. yeah, he tough time. Yeah, I do. But again, against Bournemouth <clears throat> as well, I don't think he was he was <clears throat> that great. And I, I would like to see him because I really rate Conzer. We've seen the best of him. We've seen how good he can be. And you know, on this pod, we've talked about how he naturally was our best defender and you know he, he could be one of our best defenders in the Premier League era on, on in terms of his a bit pure ability he's got but obviously it hasn't worked out from the last 18 months or so I I'm I largely agree with Sam that if it was me I, I wouldn't I mean I don't think it's wise to go out and just spend big on a centre half just because there's an injury I mean we're meant to have a squad I know he was the least ideal of the defenders to get injured because he was brought in as our main defender. That's clear. 
and the fact that the injury happened to him might have caused a bit of panic. But I just don't think it's wise to. It's a bit short term um, to to go out and spend thirty million pounds on a defender to try and replace him now. Um, <clears throat> if we can bring someone in on loan that's going to provide that cover, um, great. But uh, I kind of. I kind of, I'm in a position where it would be, it would be lovely if we went and spunked forty million pounds on a defender for someone who is as good as Carlos, but we'd have already been sort of having an eye on someone like that anyway, wouldn't we? So I don't know. It just, it would feel if we did that now, it, it's just panic stations. But whilst also agreeing that we can't really be sure that Concer will get back to his best. Although I think, I, you know, I think. Um, that form's there somewhere, and um, hopefully it's not too too far off. AJ, I imagine we've uh, we've got a list. Uh, we had a list of players anyway when we signed Carlos of players that we wanted to sign or we're looking at who are either in the similar mould to Carlos or alternative to Carlos if he was the first choice. I mean, maybe some of those have moved on. Well, no, definitely one of those have moved on and played against us at the, at the weekend in Tarkovsky, but... Um, Potentially others there that we could look at again, but Botman as well, wasn't there? Yeah, Botman maybe. I know he's gone to Newcastle, but mm. you'd, you'd have taken Cody if you knew. He was a, yeah, yeah, grass. maybe, maybe. Although obviously we play. Well, no, you've got a player three, really, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. For Cody, have you? Work. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Does um, one? He, he has struggled in a, in a one, back four for Wolves. Well, so, so, so just just for you, um, what what I have a feeling might happen is we might play a back three, and I think we might see Kamara. Go back in and, and play in a yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. keeps going on about it when oh, no. about I'm not Kamara. sure. I mean, we saw how good Kamara was good, yeah, and, yeah. and how much he's added to our team in centre midfield. But if he does that, then we I lose don't that. think it's the right thing. But yeah. I, I, I bet you, I will, we'll definitely I do see. Worry. It yeah, I do worry about that. Mate, that's, I think. that's what I was going to say. So the, I, 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 all of the noise out of the club suggests that the policy is, if someone becomes available who we can get, who we think improves the first team. We'll do our best to sign them, and I think that remains true with a central defender. So, if someone becomes available now, who we've done all the background checks on, the scouting, all of that sort of stuff, uh, and we think we can get them before the end of the window, I think we will. I think we'll do it, and I'm okay with that. But I agree with um, Sam and Carl that the last thing we want to do is panic by someone. But continuing from on that discussion, I think the the actual worst thing that could happen having lost Carlos already is if one of the other defenders gets injured um, or a couple of them do house has gone out and we end up having to play Kamara at center half, not because he's not good enough to play there, but then we then lose his influence in the middle of the park, which so far um, he wasn't brilliant against Bournemouth, but you saw signs of it. And then I thought he was really, really good against Everton, as we'll probably go on to talk about. And I think you end up with a situation then where, you know, at best our defensive partnership is as good as it was last season and we lose that role in midfield that has been, is absolutely critical to us improving our position in the league, I think, because essentially now uh, our only two players that were supposed to come in and genuinely improve the team versus what we had in the second half of last season were Carlos and Kamara. And if, you're effectively not improving in either of those positions because you end up having to move Kamara into defence, then, um, you know, we're going to finish 14th again, aren't we? Yeah. 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 Let's, Which let's we move might on. do anyway. But... <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's move on to the Everton game. It's a nice segue. So um, it's time for Hero and Villain of the Week. 
So, um, Carl, I'm not sure if you prepared anything, but we can. We well, can I, did, get... I, I didn't really need to, um, and it, it's kind of it relate to a, a returning player into the Everton team. Um, team against Everton, Mings, um, and I've already got it. The, the villain of the week is Graham Sooners because he's a. I nearly dropped the C bomb then. Oh, you can you can go for it, mate. No, no I'm not going to drop the C bomb. It's uh, wanker. That's all right, isn't it? <coughs> yeah, wanker. Not, even, not even for Sinus, you wouldn't even drop the C bomb. No, I mean I, I've, I've used it plenty, but I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't feel. I felt like he's not worth it. He's not worth might, it. No, he's not worth it. Yeah. Okay, what's he ever done? What's he ever oh. done in his career? Yeah. <laughs> but so he's he's villain of the week, and hero he, hero or heroine of the week is Laura Woods for calling him out on it. Um, so yeah. very quickly. Um, only sort of slightly to do with Villa, really, but kind of is. Um, Sooners is Villain of the Week for being a cunt. Sorry, oh, he has no. done it. Reali- Realised he was worth it. You're going to have to edit that. Uh, and and um, Laura Wood's um, hero uh, or heroine for just being amazing and being able to actually um, be one of the very few people on Talk Sport who can actually put a decent argument together and actually believe what they're actually saying. Yep, good, not good Gab- shout. Well, you're good not shout. including Gabby in that, then? No, God, no. No, I see he's trying to stir beef with Simon Jordan, though, isn't it? The fake mm. beef. But anyway, um, no, I agree, I agree. I think, uh, I didn't want to, you don't want to talk about it too much because it's not worth the time, but, yeah, I mean, Graham Sooner. I, I, the, what, and one thing that annoyed me more than, well, not more than Graham Sooner, but as much as is just fans saying, well, you know, he's right. Uh, you know, he hasn't achieved anything. Well, it was, you know, it's not, it's nothing to do with football. <laughs> so, no, so exactly. I, I hate this, hate this uh, stance people have, like, you have to be, like stick to stick to what you know, or you know, you have to be a Ballon d'Or winner or European Cup winner to even talk about societal matters. Also, like playing, I made it. <laughs> playing one football match in the Premier League is a hundred times more than any of these. But it doesn't matter. It, 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 it doesn't matter. But, yeah. but them using that argument, like yeah. he hasn't oh, done anything. Mate. Well, what are you? He should stick to what his job is. What is your job going on Twitter moaning about? What it seems like from looking through your, your whole sort of um, list of tweets over the last few months is moaning about black players because you're fucking racist. Like, mm-hmm. Is that your job? Mate, like, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, right? Jimmy Chiori has got a Champions League winner's medal. Yeah. Do you think Sunis is really keen to hear his views? <laughs> I don't think so, somehow. No. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like <laughs> to hear his views. Jimmy. Jimmy, if you're listening, that song that they made about yeah. you, blame it on Troy Allray, was bang out of order. <laughs> and I'd love to hear your views on uh, any political matters that you would like to comment yeah. on. Yeah, apparently Jimmy Troy and Jesper Blomqvist are uh, starting a new political pod. Yeah. So exactly. look out for that. Yeah, as soon as it's all over it. Special guest. Yeah, 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 and yeah. no, I get that. Yeah, not worth, not worth it. And uh, Tyra Mings, as always, came back in a classy fashion and hopefully doesn't rise to the bait. You know, I saw Graham Sooner say, come on, talk, well, let's talk about it. I was like, well, yeah. No, don't, yeah. don't do it. Don't no, do it, Tyra. No, no. actually, actually, a segue in, into the Everton game, I thought he, I thought he did really well. Um, yeah, great. Right. That, that, yeah. that goal-saving tackle at the end was, was brilliant. Yeah. I would say one thing is that after the Bournemouth game, everyone was going, we wouldn't have been a shit from set pieces if Ty was in. Uh, in yeah, the we team. were shit. We were. We were just <laughs> we were the really shit against Everton. It's oh. not the players. It is, it is systematic. Oh, uh, God. Uh, well, well, let's talk on that. Um, uh, AJ, obviously, yeah. I'm sure you've got stats about the game and, and uh, you've got your views as well, but really, really struggle with set pieces. And, uh, you know, I know we've got a set piece coach and. You know, after after Danny scored over a kick last year, everyone was raving about him and all this kind of stuff. But we have struggled with set pieces for a while now, both both ends of the pitch. Not in terms of 
not so much conceding that many goals, but just looking like we're going to concede, if that makes sense. Just looking yeah. really vulnerable. And, and part of, is that part of it to do with our, the height of our team? Or you know, what, what is it down to? It seems like it's organisation to me. Uh, I, I, I don't think um, we haven't got the tallest team in the world by any means, but you know, none of our centre backs are tiny. If you've got you know a sort of five eleven sort of person like an Ings or a Watkins on the front post, then you know they should be able to deal with most balls in around around that area. It just seems like it's organisation to me, and I don't know. I feel like with uh, McPhee, especially with the attacking set pieces, that when he first came in last season, he was doing loads of creative stuff. Some of that worked, some of it didn't come off, like the whole thing at United where we had the goal disallowed and all, all that sort of stuff. But it felt to me like when Gerard came in, that creative approach went away. And so whether he's got the same freedom under Gerard um, as he had under Smith to do some of those funkier things... I don't know, but I, I'm less worried about the attacking set pieces, I guess. And a lot of that comes down to delivery as well, I think, often. Um, I, 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 I think it's an organisation issue. I don't think it can help that we're changing our centre-half partnership um, regularly at the moment. Um, so I, I think if we can get a bit of a settled run of, uh, of a partnership there, that will make a, a huge difference. But... Yeah, it just doesn't. It feels to me like, especially on the second ball, if we don't clear it on the first ball, then we are absolutely all over the show there. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I, you know, I'm I'm not a set piece coach, so I don't know what the solution to that is. Unfortunately, mate, if you were hoping for me to uh, no, to, no, to I'm, have I'm, one, I'm, but from what I can see, it, it doesn't. It's not like we're making loads of individual errors at corners. It feels like um, we're not quite set up right. Yeah, and and I also think Martinez as well. I think I noticed a, a shift. So I think first half he he didn't really come off his line that much. Where I noticed second half, especially towards the end, he was coming collecting the ball a lot more. And um, you know, he, when he first came to the club, I thought he was very good in terms of coming for corners and free kicks. And uh, he's obviously struggled a little bit with his form. And uh, I think he improved massively in the second half in, in that aspect. But looking more generally at the the Everton game, Sam, your thoughts on on the game? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with your point there, Omar. I was just going to make it myself before you made it. Um, it was very much come off the hour, come off the man time with Martinez in the uh, last five minutes because, you know, we haven't been defending set pieces or crosses very well. Um, and, you know, he was coming out and claiming them. And what, you're, what I love of Martinez is when you're under the cosh, a couple of minutes to go, what, you know, a goal ahead or whatever, he comes up for a cross, he claims it, no one near him. He goes down for a few seconds, doesn't he? He loves that. He loves mm. that. There's no one near you, mate. Oh, I've got a knot there. I've somehow got a back. Ooh, the old, the old hamstring. There. It's always yeah, the hamstring, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I was cracking up laughing. It was just the hamstrings laughing. of a 70-year-old man. <laughs> it's just brilliant Martinez shithousery that you love to see with five minutes to go when you're a goal up. You know, fantastic. So I've, I, I totally agree with you there. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the game. I thought, that, as I said earlier, we dominated the first half. We were, um, you know, we were unlucky only to be a goal up, I think. But you know, they had a goal disallowed, but you know, it was you know, it shouldn't have been allowed. Um, and yeah, I thought that the only thing was that we didn't quite create as much, as many clear cut chances as you'd like for the amount of ball that we had. But certainly, um, you know, the, the the way that we were moving the ball around the midfield and the fact that we seem to win every second ball, 
Um, Iwobi, from where I was looking, seems to be getting on the ball a lot, but he just couldn't build anything because, you know, uh, McGinn and Camera were absolutely all over him. And he's not so really good. And he's not very yeah. good, which doesn't help. No, no. I, thought, then, I, know. I, um, thought, I thought he was all right, Iwobi, to be honest. He surprised me. We got on it a lot. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I do think... Um, First half, Everton had a few opportunities to break. There was one where McNeil managed to get in behind. Uh, mm. I think it was Ramsey who lost the ball. And it was just an awful, awful ball um, mm. to Gray, I think it was. Um, and uh, yeah, they basically ran out of play and it was a complete yeah. waste opportunity, where it, which it should have been you know, a good one-on-one situation. And uh, yeah, there was they a, there was a quality, few like right. They did lack a bit of quality. And uh, I thought, well, I would say a meeting of the minds, but I think Gerard out thought, Lampard, which I, I, you know, it's not a difficult thing to do, but playing two strikers against three at the back, and they obviously had no striker as well. I thought Everton looked really poor until Rondon didn't, until Rondon came on. But uh, I don't know what you thought, Carl. But I thought the two strikers against three centre backs seemed to work pretty well. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was, um, I was quite surprised when I saw the lineup that he went for two up front, but it made per, made perfect sense, and it, yeah, I think it did work. It, even if. Their, their sort of partnership didn't work brilliantly. The, the fact that they were occupying two of them and um, actually, and I think what should have, what what you'd hope it would, hap- would happen is Coutinho's then going to get more space in, in the hole. He, he didn't seem to. He didn't have a great game again, Coutinho. Um, when Buendia came on, um, which I think AJ's going to be talking about in a bit, um, you saw how that worked a bit more, um, that there was a lot of space. And it's because... Wendy is better at, at, at finding it. Um, it, it or maybe not just naturally better at finding it, but seems to work harder at finding it he's, at the moment. He's got the legs to get into it. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, possibly that. So, so yeah, I, I did think it worked well. Um, could have, would have worked better in, in the first half, as I say, if uh, Coutinho was um, on song. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I, I watched it back again Um and actually, I think I was more critical on the WhatsApp group than uh, than I probably should have been. Uh, but oh, you were you were absolutely miserable, mate. Yeah, I, 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 I still stand by. I didn't think McGinn was that good, but that's fine. Um, top uh, top well, rated player on top rated player on who scored after Martinez. Yeah, I want yeah. to talk about that. Player. Well, that's fine. I talk I, about but, that. But but I suppose what I'm saying, I, I think I think. Because I could see the same sort of patterns, and and what infuriates me still, and I'm going to talk about it every time I see it, and it probably would get far too boring for us to continue, is the the weird, um, the weird um, false fallback situation was still clearly there to see. Yeah. You've got if you if you have Dean and Cash up that high, um, the need to start delivering and um, much better balls into the box, and the one thing that Ramsey's brilliant at, and he did it a couple of times in the first half, is those runs. But And in the second. Yeah, and in the second. He did did a couple in the second as well. So throughout the game he was doing it, but he was having to do it from a starting point so deep that once he got to the box, he was fucked. Like, and, and also, a number of times, he gets to the box and then he's on his wrong foot, so he's got to chop, check back and yeah, I mean, play yeah, it out I mean, and that's try and cross a, it anyway. Like. And that's an additional issue to him playing him on the wrong side as well. But, but it's just, it's just, it feels like, actually, you know, I've seen Ramsey get quite a bit of criticism from Villa fans at the minute just because he's not quite living up to the standards as he did like sort of this time last year, or maybe a little bit later. But um, he's... We're not playing him in a position which shows his what he's best at, and that is sort of getting into the box and um, causing causing danger. And he's well, still I, I doing thought, it, but yeah. he's having to come from. from I, th- I, thought was, I thought he was. I thought he was 
Personally, I thought it was excellent. I'm, no, he I'm was. He was. Good. I yeah. think what yeah. I'm saying is, but, but he's he good to... despite, he despite yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I, get that. I mean, there's a few times, especially in the, the first half, where he, you're right, he's from the left-back position. He's Because he, he he played so well, he was able to drive the ball forward. But it was almost in spite of, like, like you say, you know, he was in a difficult position on the left-hand side, trying to dribble with his right foot uh, on the inside. Whereas, you know, if he was on the right-hand side, he'd obviously be able to go both ways and, and it'll be a lot easier for him. So... Uh, and then, obviously, we saw the ball where Danny Ings slots him through and then he tries to ball it, uh, play a ball across the box to Coutinho and Coutinho is a little bit on his, on, you know, he was a little bit on his heels. So, he, 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 he wasn't quite there. And I think he, if he anticipated a bit better, he could have easily slotted that in because it, w- it wasn't like he, you know, it wasn't like an Al Ghazi ball he used to do in the, the first sort of couple of years where he'd whip a ball in at 100 miles an hour and there was mm. no hope for anyone, uh, even though it was a good ball. And I think it was, you know, just the right pace, and really, you'd expect someone to be there. And and and, that, and again, another problem with the with the formation we play is uh, there was no strikers in the box. So when Ramsey yeah. gets Ramsey gets the ball there, you expect one of Watkins or Ings to be in there, but they're both out of position because Ings is the one playing the ball, and Watkins is far on the right hand side and in, in, in the wing position, and Coutinho is there by himself. So again, there's yeah a few teething problems, but overall, AJ a fairly fairly good performance and some good performances across the pitch. But still, still areas to work on, and in particular, the Catino conundrum, uh, as we saw. Yeah, I think I feel like I'm still a little bit more negative than the other guys on the overall performance. I, I think, especially in the first half, I think some of the same issues that we had against Bournemouth around, you know, breaking down a low block, uh, were, were definitely evident it was better but we should have been because we were at home but I, I still think for a lot of that first half um we needed to do more in terms of well, we didn't break down the low block mate do we if we, we, both of our goals were on transition yeah exactly exactly we did, we so I, I think and that that I think especially the first goal shows you the value of Watkins to the team uh yes he should have put that chance away at the end and I think you know I've been very supportive of him in terms of his performance versus XG. But actually, if you look at his first touch there, it takes him away from goal. So then actually, it, the XG of that shot is worth, is lower than it should have been. So it, like XG is never like the be-all and end-all of it. Actually, he created a harder chance for himself by mm. by the, his poor first touch with, with that chance at the end. But I still think that that first goal is, you know, just shows what he brings to the team, that run into the channel, the ability to cut it back. And yeah, there was still... A fair bit for Ings to do, especially because his first touch was also not not great in mm. that instance. Um, but that's what you want from those two between them, really, isn't it? You want Watkins running in the channels and then Ings coming onto it um, as well. So uh, Kamara, I thought was excellent, um, real real standout uh, performance from from him. Um, Everton until that last sort of 10, 15 minutes really didn't offer. Uh, oh, shit. a huge really amount cool. so you know I, I still just, worry just about just Anthony Gordon diving around a little bit that was bad yeah, I still worry about again with these inverted <laughs> inverted fullback number eights they're very wide all the time they were a bit narrower if you look at the average position than we were against uh, against Bournemouth but they're still so wide that that leaves your number six exposed in a lot of space and I thought in this game where we weren't under a lot of pressure most of the time I thought Kamara handled that brilliantly and I thought he was great on the ball as well. He played a lot of progressive passes. I think he played more passes into the um, opposition final third than than any of our other players. So really progressing the ball from that position um, as well. 
But the key difference was Buendia. And I thought for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes after he first came on, and I guess until our second goal, um, I thought we were excellent. I thought we looked mm. we looked really good, and it was it was Buendia that made that that made that change. And if you look at a direct comparison between him and, and Coutinho, um, bearing in mind that Buendia played half the time, thirty one minutes to Coutinho's fifty nine, he completed twenty five passes. Coutinho completed thirty five, two key passes. So that's a pass like an assisted shot, effectively a pass leading to a shot. Two for Buendia, none for Coutinho. Passes into the 18-yard box. Three for Buendia, none for Coutinho. Progressive passing distance, 79 yards for Buendia, 61 for Coutinho. Um, progressive carrying yards, 65 for Buendia, 39 for Coutinho. Touches in the attacking third, 21 for Buendia, 15 for Coutinho. Touches in the opposition box, four for Buendia, one for Coutinho. Shot creating actions, three for Buendia, none for Coutinho. And of course, Buendia also scored a goal. And when you bear in mind that he's played half the time, so, you, you know, on a per 90 basis, you should basically double uh, Buendia's numbers to compare them to Coutinho's. He's completely out, outperformed him on basically every every measure, uh, particularly every creative measure. And um, I, I just can't see how you could start Coutinho ahead of Buendia in the next game. I said that last time and yeah. it still happened. Wait, wait yet, until 2pm on Saturday. Yeah. and must get to the point where Coutinho's getting embarrassed. Well, yeah. And the, the other thing about it as yeah. well is that that change was enforced because Coutinho had a knock. It probably wouldn't have happened until 70 or 80 minutes, by which time it might have been too late if it was up to Gerard and, and basing it on what mm. Gerard's done, done in previous games. So, look, I, you know, Buendia's... Not the best player in the world, but if he's our best creative player by a mile. And I think the key thing is, if you look especially at the the touch map and where Buendia's passes were from versus Coutinho's passes, they're just so much further forward. And it's exactly what Carl and Sam were saying, where he's just much better at finding space between the lines. And you just like repeatedly see Coutinho coming back deep to try and get the ball. Buendia doesn't have to do that because his movement's so good. And then now we've got players like Kamara who could find him in those in those half spaces. Um, and yeah, Buendia had a bit of a benefit that the game opened up um, a little bit. But there, there is that argument, isn't there? I'm playing devil's advocate. Not, not that I believe this. In fact, I don't believe it at all. But I'm the host, so I've got to play devil's advocate now and again. Um, I've if seen you're going to play devil's advocate, yeah, and you only tell them once that you're doing that. If you if you go over, like if you really explain that you're being devil's advocate, it loses the point, and we we might as well not now discuss what you were saying. All right, should we just sack off the pod. Then? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, there, there is there there is you know, there is an element of this, and I, I think it's true, but I, I I don't think it's a massively contributing factor. But Buendia, we've seen time and time again, especially under Gerard come on 60, 70 minutes and, and influence games massively. Um, when, especially on Saturday, where the, you know, the weather was hot, it was difficult conditions, Everton would have been tired. Do you think that is a, that is a significant element? The fact that they're tired, there's more space, the tired legs, and he's able to exploit no, that? No, no, I think obviously it helps. Uh, but I think the significant element is that Coutinho's in very poor form. And when you replace him with someone in very good form, then the overall team performance improves like so why would you not do that from the start that's the thing for me like yeah the game had opened up we were in the lead so Everton had to come out a little bit but you know it's not like we were all over Everton beforehand or you know Everton were struggling that only happened 
after Buendia came on. Um, and yeah, okay, it all uh, it all got a bit uh, um, squeaky bum uh, towards the end, um, but uh, I, I don't think that would have been a, made it, like Coutinho staying on would have made a difference to, no. to that. <laughs> no. so, I don't think it could have helped uh, Luca Dean uh, design to kick it in his own net. Um, no, again, Luca Dean uh, was pretty poor performance, wasn't it, Carl? Well, I have to stick up oh. for a bit because I watched oh, uh, when when <laughs> when yeah, well, right, came on. <laughs> When Buendia came on, the triangles between him, Ramsey and Dean, it was really fluent. We were getting him behind on that in, in their right-back position, more or less every time. And, it, and also, AJ, what you were saying earlier about the, um, about the, 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 you know, the false fullbacks or whatever. Um, well, that's, Dean was getting overlapped quite a lot by Ramsey and vice versa. So they were spending a lot of time in, in wide positions, but it was working for us. So it wasn't necessarily the negative that we always frame it as because in that particular triangle, in that particular part of the game, I thought the three of them looked fantastic. Um, I just think there are question marks maybe about Dean defensively. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I also, I'm also having, because, you know, we're we're sold on the fact that um, he's much better than, you know, his predecessor going forward. And, you know, he is, you know, that was target was particularly poor going forward. Um, But his, his final ball was just not, not what I remember seeing it when he was at Everton, like, and I don't know. I don't know why. It, I mean, it, we've got two small, small lads in the uh, or smallish in comparison. Yeah. I don't um, think. I don't think that helps though. You know, you had Richarlison and uh, Calvert Lewin there in the box. Yeah, no. and we've got Watkins and Ings who are both yeah. fairly uh, poor in the air. Of course, of course, but a good ball still should be a good ball for a five for eleven. You know, it, it, you know, it's still, I'm not saying, you know, his balls in weren't just the balls that Stoke used to do where they just hang it in the air for crouch yeah, yeah, to just yeah. run onto it from 20 yards yeah. and get his head, on, yeah, yeah. head onto it. So, uh, you know, I, I'm still I'm still waiting to see the massive improvement on target that I was expecting. There's definitely a, an improvement there, but um, I, was, I think I was expecting more, more from him. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about it on WhatsApp, didn't we? I think, you know, he is, I didn't actually realise, but he is, one of our highest paid players in the squad now. Um, so, you know, you would expect him to be one of our best players as well. So I, I really like Luke oh, you're, uh, you believe in my, uh, my salary data, are you now, mate? Well, because no, you were all yeah, very sniffy no, about that when yeah, I showed it in the past. Yeah, no, but in I think, the, I think, the WhatsApp. No, I think I've, so I've read the salary data, FB ref and uh, the other one, I can't remember what the other one is. They're both a bit iffy. I don't think they, uh, they get accurate data, but at the same time, he was on 110 grand a week at Everton, which was confirmed. So, He's got to be on at least that, if not a little bit more. So you'd expect more, it to be you you'd expect it to be at least 125, if not near yeah. 140. So, although I think it's 160 on that on that website, but yeah, it's going to be there or thereabouts. Even then, you know, who's going to be on more? Coutinho's going to be 150, probably 200 max. Kamara probably similar, and then Danny Ings. No one else is going to be on near that. So at least, I mean, at least Kamara's having to fucking do the work for his money when we just leave him wide open and just you deal with the whole midfield yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You just deal with them all. Yeah. Earn your money. If, yeah, if we did, Jeez, uh, are we forgetting McGinn's unbelievable tackles on Saturday and the the one he put in to, uh, to start the goal for the yeah. first goal? Yeah, was very fantastic. good. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was. I thought I thought actually, I, I actually was the same as Carl. I thought, yeah, he's, it wasn't it wasn't amazing because I remember him uh, misplacing a couple of passes. But actually, watching the game again, he was he was very good and he was back to his back to his best. I, I still I still I still think you know coming against Iwobi and Tom Davies is. You know, if you're a half decent midfielder, you know you got to you got to be winning those battles. 
So Fair yeah, enough, yeah. yeah, but I, I he'll have tougher, he'll have tougher days. He'll have tougher days, sure. but no, he definitely, he definitely was one of our. I thought, I thought him, uh, Ramsey, Cash, and Watkins, Zings, and then obviously Bundir when he came on were, were excellent. I thought Bailey was was pretty decent as well when he came on. You know, he nicked the ball away. I think people forget he nicked the ball away. Obviously, Kamara got a touch on it first, but then Bailey nicked the ball away for us for our second goal, um, and he worked harder than he. He put Watkins straight through and Watkins should do a lot better as well, which we, we've, which we talked about. So again, you know, yeah. it's good to have players like Buendia and Bailey uh, come on and, you know, especially mm. Bailey with his pace come on against against Everton. But I just thought, I, really not disappointed, but just, yeah, Frank Lampard, I just don't see it. I really don't. I just, the way they set up, playing, not playing Rondon, playing Anthony Gordon up front, playing three at the back, trying to be defensive, but playing, you know, having not playing Anana, playing... Uh, Decore and uh, and it were being centre midfield. I just I just don't see what he's trying to do here. I don't understand. It doesn't seem to really be negative for a visit to Villa Park, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, come on. So, especially you know, we're under we're, we're under pressure. We're struggling. You know, the fans are. You know, you you should have a good first ten minutes in that game at Villa Park, and you know you're going to win that game or you're going to go close because the fans will be on their on their back. And they just came up and let us have the ball and let us attack them. And I was just really really surprised. No, I agree. How does he set up when they go to City? Yeah, we'll see. Sorry, Anthony Gordon. We're going to have another one in midfield. Like, yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, so we, we 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 move on. I think we've talked enough about the Everton game. Unless, AJ, you got any more stats for us? Nah, carry on. Carry on. Right, so... Uh, oh, I said, have you got any more stats for us? We're just about to move on to... Vital statistics, ladies and AJ, you got any more stats for us? Well, <laughs> Looking ahead I've to only, the uh, Palace game. I've only got yeah. a head-to-head. I haven't had time to do any more than that, I'm afraid. Um, so, do you reckon we've got a winning record against Palace? No, I hope so. God. I really hope so. Yeah, we have. Uh, oh, two in a row. Two in a row, yeah. Although we've not played them anywhere near as much as no, uh, wow. Everton, obviously. It's, it's, it's one of the oldest fixtures in Is uh, it? football. Most played, yeah. Most played, most played, yeah. So, we've won 21, lost 13. And uh, drawn 15. We have only lost one of the last five games uh, against Palace. Three wins in that uh, in that period. Record is slightly less good uh, on the Premier League era. So seven wins each and six draws. Uh, although we have outscored them. So we're winning that one on goal difference. Uh, 22 goals to, to 17. Um, but I, I, I don't know how you guys think, but I think... Palace so far have looked pretty good. I thought they looked good against Liverpool. Um, I guess you're always a bit disappointed. Bit of a missed opportunity when Liverpool went down to 10 men, I suppose. Um, but Liverpool are such a good side uh, and so far ahead of most teams in the league that uh, um, you, you, you still don't necessarily expect yeah. to win Anfield oh, when, I, I, when I someone think, gets sent I think off, Palace, but... uh, on the back of that, were pretty happy, I think. They were pretty... Yeah. yeah. They're um, definitely in positive mood after that result. I and think. I think I think Vieira, so far, has done an excellent excellent job. Like, they, they petered out a little bit at the end of last season, but um, overall, uh, I think they've made very intelligent signings. I love um, Eze. I think he's... Probably, he's one of my favourite non-Villa players in the league, I think, because he seems like an absolute legend of a bloke as well. Um, I, I, I think, you know, to get him for 17 million or whatever they paid for him, um, 
He's the lad they signed from Reading as well. He looks Elise. Good, yeah, Elise. He looks a very good signing. Um, both of them have had injuries, so they've been a bit unfortunate there. Zaha, obviously a massive bellend, but uh, he can also, hurt you. Also a good player. Um, hopefully, if Tyrone uh, plays, he uh, doesn't allow him to wind him up as he has done in the past. Um, so, I, and I think uh, defensively as well, they made some very sensible signings last uh, last season as well. Um, so, I, I think it's going to be a tough one away from home. Uh, I think they're they're always hard to play against. I think they're going to try and hurt us on the on the break, uh, and I think they're very strong on that. And we haven't always been the best uh, in recent years at uh, managing the transition. So, I, I think it would be an interesting one to see how Kamara gets on actually, because I think he's going to be under more pressure in this game than uh, either of the two he's played in so far. Yeah, they play, so they played 5-4-1 against uh, Liverpool. Um, and they, again, this is a new tradition of playing wingers in midfield. They played Jeffrey Schlupp in midfield um, as as one of two, I think, with Decore. So we've got Joe Linton, we've got Schlupp, and now we've got Iwobi as well, all playing midfield. So it's an interesting one. And, and played well as well, Schlupp did. Fair play to him, but... They left Zaha alone by himself and um, <clears throat> and relied on AU and uh, Eze to be sort of out balls and get the ball up the pitch. And it worked well for them. And they did, they did really well. Obviously, we saw the goal with Zaha. You know, he completely, um, I think it was Phillips, wasn't it? He does, uh, paces him. And Van Dijk, I'm not really sure what he's doing. He does that normal thing that Van Dijk does where he, he try, it'd be well, like It'd be like Tyron Mings where he's like just really relaxed about defending. And you're well, like, why, you know, why don't you go to him and just tackle him? Yeah, remember that stat where he, he was never dribb- dribbled past? That's because he didn't bother trying to tackle anyone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No one's going to get past him if he doesn't try and tackle him. Just let him shoot. Yeah, it was weird, though, wasn't it? You sort of like walked up to him and let him shoot. Yeah. Oh, it was really weird. I didn't, I didn't get that. He's a myth. He does that. He does that a few times. But anyway, uh, but yeah, they did well. I don't imagine they're going to play 5-4-1, Sam, against us. They, uh, on, uh, they, they no. played 4-2-3-1 against Arsenal, didn't they? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, uh, again, shows you Vieira's... Uh, flexibility and ability to change and, and try and get results and uh, be a bit more horses for courses rather than what we've had and what we've seen in the past, which is a bit more traditional where, you know, you you, you play well, you keep your shirt, unless you're Coutinho. Um, so I imagine we'll see it, we'll see a shift and maybe Mateta come on and play up front. I'm not really sure, but... Um, ha- yeah, yeah. Uh, so how, how, do you, how do you see it going, Sam? Yeah, I think... Um, I, I thought AJ made some good points there about Vieira, and I think that um, thanks, you know, mate. When when Gerard came in, he said, "Look, you know, I want us to be able." I think we played a couple of games <clears throat> against teams that we didn't have that much of the ball, but we managed to eke out some results. And then we played Norwich, and he said, "You know, these are the sort of games that I want us to be able to dominate the ball." And we sort of did, but I think if you look at Palace, uh, he's he's taken them on under uh, from Roy Hodgson, where they really didn't want the ball. <clears throat> yeah. And actually, he's, he's improved their ability to play possession-based football. And I think that a lot of the criticism that Gerard is getting is that he talks a big, ga- uh, you know, a good game about this is the way I want my season to play, and then you turn up on a Saturday and you, there's no evidence of it. Whereas with Vieira, he played a brilliant counter-attacking uh, tactic against Liverpool. Comes away from Anfield with a point, maybe on another night, night they get all freeze. Aha, missed a, a, a presentable chance. But against Villa on Saturday, I don't think they're going to play like that. As you say, uh, Omar, they, they, they're going to probably play uh, with the back four. They'll probably try and hurt us. They'll want. They'll, they'll definitely uh, be in possession of the football a lot more. And I think that's credit to Vieira. You know, he's, he, he, they can play in different ways. They can adopt different shapes. 
And I wouldn't be surprised if he does out out uh, Fox Stevie G on on Saturday. It wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, they've got the players to hurt us. They've got good players coming off the bench. If Elise, I, will Elise start? Probably not, but he's a good option to bring off the bench. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about Saturday. I, I can see it going the wrong way, and I'd take a point if you offered it to me now. Carl, last year we obviously beat them at, at their ground. Uh, actually, was one of our better performances under Stevie G. Uh, one of our earlier, I think, it was one of our first performances. On, on, on we were, I think, in the middle of a good run. And in terms of, it was on was on my birthday as well. It was on your birthday, yes, it was. Yeah. And uh, was it his it, first match. Uh, no, it wasn't. No. That was Brighton, uh, but it wasn't. Uh, it was in that run where we won a few games. Right. And uh, yeah, in terms no of about. in terms of overall performance from start to finish, I thought that was probably our best performance. And. Uh, if you recall that match, we played. I think we played Ashley Young as one of the eights, but but we played a very narrow middle three there, and we uh, and our fullbacks tucked in a little bit, and uh, we made it tight for them. Do you expect us to do a similar thing? Let them have the ball and try and get them on the counter. Um, I think that would be our best bet. I, I, ho- I hope we don't try and go and kill them with possession because I think they'll end up um, doing us on the break, as AJ sort of mentioned. They they um, usually usually play. Um, I um, I think I think we'll try and keep. A, I mean, I, I've got a feeling he'll, he'll play similar, um, but I, I think he might bring Bailey back in for Ings. Um, I hope he plays Buendia instead of Coutinho, um, but I think he'll. Um, I, I think I think it will be a, a, a back four and then sort of a similar midfield, but then Con, we'll play. Conza or Chambers? Um, I think he'll choose Conza. I think I would choose Chambers. I said um, the same thing earlier. Uh, when yeah. I was on, the, on the view. I said exactly just, the same just thing. Because, I, I don't know, uh, just because of how Conza's form is. I think Conza's the better player, but I think at the moment I'd, I'd, you, I'd you would expect Chambers more. AJ, you'd expect Conza to be more suited to the playing against the likes of... Eze and, and Zaha, but obviously if his confidence shot yeah. a bit. And, and also if we are, if we're playing maybe a higher line, then you, you would definitely play Konza because of his pace and his, his ability to, to play against uh, in a one-to-one situation. But if we're playing a bit deeper and letting them have the ball, then probably Chambers is the better option, do you think? Yeah, I, well, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what Gerald's going to do. I still don't really know what his, when we're, when we haven't got the ball, well, I don't really know what he's trying to do when we have got the ball, but I've, I've got, I feel like I've got more of a vague idea. At least he's told us what he's trying to do there, even if we don't see much evidence of it. When we haven't got the ball, I don't know what his preference is. Does he want to play a high line? Does he want us to press? Does he not? Does he want us to stand off? Does he want? Is it like a half press where once they cross the halfway line? I don't know. Like there's so without knowing that, it's kind of hard to know, to know like I agree with you if we're going to play a high line then uh, against pace then I'd rather have concert um and I think I'd probably rather have concert on that side against Zaha anyway um but you know if we are going to be sitting deeper then yeah I definitely prefer Chambers and Chambers is absolutely better on the ball um so there's that argument in his favour I've got a question for everyone well. so do you think he's going to play Coutinho yes Buendia or Coutinho and Buendia. I think I think he'll play both. I mean, it'd be harsh, system? Harsh, harsh to drop. Uh, Doesn't in... matter. Doesn't matter. He knows what sort of player Coutinho well, he's played, is. He's, 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 you know, he's played. He's played two uh, narrow number tens before plenty, and uh, I think it's, 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 it could work. But I personally wouldn't. I'd be playing Buendia and, and Coutinho sit off. And I think we need to start doing that a bit more. I think Coutinho. You know, we've all seen Coutinho, especially and, and, and Villa as well. 
I was there, Leeds and Southampton, and the guy was on, on a different level to anyone else on the pitch. You know, when he's at his best, Bundia doesn't even come close. No one comes close in the inability. Coutinho is at his best. But I think these kind of games, and especially in the form he's in, you, you just don't play him. You, 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 have, you keep him as an option on the bench. And I think we need to start doing that a bit more. I think, you know, we, we are playing Southampton at home or or even Everton at home, really, in reality. But, you know, those kinds of games, Coutinho plays and you, you, know, you let him let him be a flat-track flat, flat track bully almost. Uh, and then these games away from home, which are a bit more difficult, like Bournemouth away, especially at the first game of the season, you play Bundir and, and, you know, you rely on his ability to find space, but also his pressing, his work off the ball, his tenacious, tenacity, um, and just the way that he plays, you know. Who drops out, though? Because if he plays both, right, McGinn's not dropping yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I, don't, I personally wouldn't. Ramsey? He, he'll, I think he might drop Ings, even though he scored, because you need Watkins' work rate. But yeah. I think I, th- I personally would just go Coutinho for Badia straight and then keep Ings and Watkins. Um, yeah, I would do that. Yeah, yeah same. Uh, and I think I get what... at the back? Yeah. They will do, I think, on Saturday. They played five last play... week. But would, you play play. Two, would you play them both as, as strikers? No, or but I think what you saw, what you saw on... Um, and what we've seen when they both play together is um, they we play like almost like a narrow three. Uh, it's not really like a front two, is it? I think Watkins mm. drifts out to the right or left a lot more. So maybe we'll see that. I don't know. Um, go on, AJ. I just I get what you're saying about how good he was in those few games, but like if he's going to be a ten out of ten in three games a season, but. When Deer is an eight out of ten every single game. Then, yeah, no, I get, I get. Yeah, we, I get we might that. as well apply Traore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, but mate, I, 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 it's more, it's more, it's more. I think I'm hope, I'm more hopeful as a fan that he's gonna do more than three out of ten. If that makes sense, I, I like to see him. I like to see him give an opportunity in those games just to, you know, sh- you know, we've spent the money on him, give him a chance, and he, we know he's got the ability. It's not like yeah, he's lost the ability. Well, yeah, but we've spent a load of money on Buendia as well, mate. So if that's your if that's your True. argument, like I know his wages aren't going to be anywhere near as high as Coutinho's. Uh, well, why didn't you check your little list? Well, uh, yeah, he was on about eighty-five, I think, wasn't he? Buendia, Coutinho, Coutinho wasn't even bad on on Saturday. He was seven out of ten. Um, mm, you know, I'd, I'd say six. Uh, well, I don't know. He yeah, made a couple of decent tackles. He was, he was, his pass completion rate was all right. He kept us ticking over, but, but he didn't create. He didn't create anything, and he was. He's, crea- he's, he's picking leaving. the ball up deep. And I, 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 I also think you know the, the type of player he is as well. You know, and we've talked about this before as well. And it's not entirely. I mean, most of it's his fault, but it's not entirely his fault. I think Brendier is obviously a lot more mobile, and he's able to find spaces. And he, if you come on the seventieth minute, then obviously he's going to find a lot more spaces. But I also think when, we don't have them. That midf- you, our midfield, like McGinn and Ramsey, are just not going to be able to slot a ball through to him in, in, in any sort of decent position as well. But what do you mean, though, mate? That that's not the type of player he is? Because that, if he's playing as a number ten, that's his job is to find space between the lines. No, no, so no, if no that's I, not I say, the type I'm, of player I'm, he is. No, then saying, we're just saying he's not a very no, good number ten. No, I'm, right? saying, I'm saying even if, he does, the, even if he does find space. In, in, because if you look at the way Bandir was finding space, Everton were a lot more stretched in terms of their mid, the, the gap between defence and midfield and attack. It was a lot more space on the, on the pitch because they were committing numbers forward. Whereas in the first half, they were playing a low block, so the space is a lot less. So you need someone good like, like Dougie Luiz or, or someone like that who's able to penetrate and find that ball. Or so Kam- Kamara. Or, yeah, Kamara do- as well. Which, you know, again, if he's playing number six and you're a lot deeper, it's a lot more difficult to do, but... I suppose that was my point. I'm not saying it's, I'm, I'm saying it's mostly his fault because he's obviously low in confidence, not playing well. But I'm saying there's still an element where I still think we we don't necessarily have the midfielders to get the ball to him in, in a good position as well. I mean, I, I've said before, I, I'm not, you know, I don't think by any means Coutinho is fully shot, and we're never going to see a, a good 
player again, but you've got to pick players on on form, and I, I just can't accept Coutinho starting ahead of Buendia. If you want to play a system that's got them both in, I think that uh, that's fine. Like, uh, but you know, if we go out with the basically the same setup and in the next game and Coutinho is ahead of Buendia, then uh, I, I yeah. just don't know. I, I just think it's madness. Yeah, Madness. I agree. I agree. Let's uh, let's move on to predictions before we go into Villa Vault. Then, um, AJ, you you might as well go first. One-one. Mm, one. Sam, I'm going to say one-one, but it's the absolute best I think we're going to do. It's a it's a very optimistic draw. Carlos, uh, I think we're going to lose three-nil. Oh, three-nil. Calm down, mate. I don't think the performance is going to be quite as bad as a three 0 but I think that's that'll be the that'll be the result. I hope not. I'm going first away oh. game for a while. I don't want to oh. see you go see a three 0 It'll be your fault then, won't it? Yeah. What about you, Omar? Uh, I think it's going to be one 0 to us. Danny Ings Ooh. late goal. Gone for it. Positive, for it. mate. Yeah. Positive. Why not? Why not? Why not? Because uh, we don't think it's going to happen. But oh, you guys are miserable today, aren't you? Come on, we just won a game. Mm. <laughs> All right, is. let's move on. It's time for the Villa Vault. Sam. Okay. Right. I'm taking it all the way back to 2014, Saturday, the 12th of April, 2014. Howard Webb was uh, officiating at Selhurst Park. Uh, 25,564 spectators showed up that day. Oh, that's what I was going to guess. Yeah, uh, I knew you would. That was my yeah, guess. I knew it. You're always bang on with the attendances. Uh, and, oh, Sam, uh, Sam, by the way, I've got to tell you, we're going to do what yeah. you already did last week and you've got three minutes to go through this. Three minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So make it quick. Right, what's, it's some what's sort of score? speed villa vault. What was, yeah. what was the score? Uh, one two nil. No. When was this? Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> Twenty fourteen. Uh, is this uh, Lambert? Sorry, one nil. We won. No. Oh, 20, was that like 2014? Oh, you thought it was the Benteke goal, didn't oh, you? I thought it was the Benteke one. Yeah. Yeah, I was at that game. Oh, is this the? Oh no, that was. Oh, God. Mm. Tell me, you haven't picked us losing the game, have you? I have, I'm afraid. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, so we lost 1-0, right? Fucking oh, now we can't even guess the Villa score. Well, you, were doing, you, were doing, you were doing so shite. Uh, okay, so who do you think scored? What, what I love is on the Premier League website, uh, they've got the, they've got all three of his Christian names before uh, before they gave, give his... Oh, it's... Uh, what's his name? The left-back. Oh, God. I forgot his, le- I forgot his name now. It's completely I have no idea. Let's, let's not wait him. here whilst you try and remember it. Yeah, it's not him. It's not, not him. Left back. Oh no, I no. don't know then. No idea. Pa- uh, bit of a Palace legend, local boy. I don't know any Palace legends. Will it, will, wow. Right and bright, those are the only Palace legends. That's either. it. It's a Villa pod. Uh, okay, so it's um, Jason David Ian. What's his surname? Punchin. Punchin. Yeah, that's oh, it. Jason, Jason David Punchin. Ian Punchin. Um, Is he a Palace assist- legend? Well, he's, he's a local boy. Local boy done good. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's try and name the uh, the the Villa lineup then. So who was in who was in goal? Guzan. Yeah. 
According to Premier League.com, we had a back three. That looks right. Who Clark, were they? Clark, Baker, and Clark. Blah. Yep. Correct. Very good. Loughton. Bennett. Yep. No, Loughton played. Who Not were the other Bennett. four midfielders? If he's in the back five, back. who's left back? He's yeah, counting. He's doing. He's calling it a three-five-two, and he. That's what he's doing. Who's calling it three-five-two? Uh, I'm not convinced. Uh, oh, uh, so, so are we, are we looking? More, so definitely, no, is he more of a mid, I reckon mid, Baker, left, played, or Baker played left back. Then. No, 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 no. Definitely. Look, Lowton was on one side, wing back. We had another wing back. Oh, so uh, Richardson, Richardson, or Sissoko? No. <laughs> Who else oh. would play left back back uh, then? Don't know. Well, it's not left back. It's wing back. Yeah, I know, but... Do you want a clue? In Zogbia? Yeah. Right, the clue is plastic. Plastic? In, as in, as in a, an, a pretend Irish person? No, that's uh, me. No. As in someone plastic. who's... who's it's a not pro- you anymore, mate. You've got the, you've got the documents now. I've, I've, I have to prove it exactly right. right um, plastic? Oh, uh, yeah. St- not Stephen Island, no. Uh, who's plastic? No plastic. idea. Barbie. Plastic no. Bertrand. Uh, Ryan Bertrand, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Plastic Bertrand, what's, what? what's Plastic Bertrand? What's that? Never heard that before. It's a band, is it? Yeah, it's a band. Is it? I don't know. Never no, heard of him. Never heard of him. <laughs> well, anyway. Very niche. So, uh, very niche clue. Who else? Who else? Uh, we had Delph. I said Delph. Delph, well done, yeah. Uh, Bannon? Uh, no. Oh, uh, I'm just trying to think who we had last week because we had a uh, Lambert era. El Ahmadi. Yeah. He came from the Eredivisie. We bought him for peanuts, Elamadi. Yeah, him. Uh, well, we're uh, not one without something, is it? Um, <laughs> uh, Who else would have been in midfield? Stephen Ar- Is it? Is this Elamadi? Stephen Crap. Um, oh, Westwood. Westwood. Yeah. Westwood. Westwood. And then uh, Gabby Benteke. Benteke. I you won't believe who's up front. Gabby's well, one of them. No. Barry. I can't believe Jordan Barry. Oh, no. Oh, I just can't funds. believe. Is it the funds? No. No, it's oh, worse no. than that. Oh, didn't get two games. <laughs> this is uh, so bad that. Oh, Grant Holt. Grant Holt. Grant Holt. Grant yeah. Holt. Oh, man. He was a Absolutely bad sign. Unbelievable. Remember when he joined <clears throat> wrestling? He became yeah. a wrestler. Yeah. yeah. No? Um, yeah, he did, yeah. He became a wrestler. Okay, cool. so if so we look before at. Before after he played for us. Your, your three minutes are nearly up, Sam. But yeah, well, there's two players that played for Palace that day. Um, that what, got they, they beat us 1-0 and you only have two players. <laughs> oh, fuck it, no. How depressing of a game have you picked? <laughs> <laughs> two players with a Villa connection. Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, Jedinak. Yep. Um, Goalkeeper. No, he got the assist, this this player. Oh. don't know why I says, oh, like, no. Oh. Um, give me... Um, tricky, give me... tricky. Oh, tricky. Uh, tricky winger. Rowledge. Tricky winger. Routledge. Oh, good shout that. Uh, uh, is he as tricky or less tricky? So tricky. He's done against Leeds once. Your shit. Yeah, he's thrown a he's thrown a kettle over the pub. What have you ever done? That's a real quiz. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so that's for three minutes. Thank you, mate. I think losing one nil to that. Oh, who wins that round? Yeah. I don't know who wins that. I think... Uh, wasn't well, me. I didn't get a single AJ, player. AJ, I think you win that again. Well done, mate. I don't know. Very good at Lambert. The at the end. Yeah, yeah. Just to piss you off, it's good. On well the done. buzzer. Yeah, well done. On the buzzer. <laughs> uh, thank you, boys. Thanks, Sam. That was excellent. No, no worries. Good. Well done. Um, I think that's it, really, for us. Uh, we will be back next week, hopefully. Three weeks in a row. Yep. 
Could be new new manager bounce, maybe. I don't know who the new manager Looking is. Looking forward but... to your uh, reportage from the uh, for the Palace experience. Yes. Yeah. Oh not... yeah, I might do a little spaces afterwards. I doubt it, but I might do. Um, hopefully we win. Hopefully it's positive next week. It'd be nice to win again. Again. Oh, I have to do one thing, Omar, if you don't mind. Yeah. I was in the Barton's Arms after the game uh, last week. Uh, and um, did you have a lovely to... time? Did you have a lovely time meal, mate? While you were there, I did. I did. Yeah, I had the oh, pub time. It was, it was splendid. Oh, and um, the, at the table next to us, there were two season ticket holders from Whitney in Oxfordshire. Okay. Um, yeah, very nice. Uh, Jenny and John, and they um, up they they subscribed to the pod, and I said I'd give them a shout out. So Jenny and John, if you're listening. Sorry about Carl Seaward. Hopefully that'll be a doubt. You could have told Carl before. Or you could do what we did. I went to cricket on, on Sunday. I went to the um, uh, the hundred on Monday. Boom. And uh, calm down, mate. And it was really good. Really enjoyed it. And it was with were work people. And uh, there was loads of kids there. But then one of the one of someone said the C word. And then mm. but. But then someone proceeded to say, "You can't, you can't say C U N T," and they were like ten years older kids. So I was like, "I'm pretty sure they can spell the word." Yeah. <laughs> so you've said it and you've spelled yeah. it. <laughs> you can't, yeah. You can't say C U N T. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, hopefully Omar will get busy with the editing to take. No, out I'm not. No, leave it in. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get rid of it. No, edit the first one. Oh, yeah. and then leave the second one in at the end no 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 I won't edit anything I haven't got time for that <sighs> right thank yeah. you boys thank you as ever to you all for listening and subscribing uh, please do follow us on uh, Twitter if you don't already at Villa Podcast and subscribe if you haven't already on whatever platform you're on this pod is sponsored by Mebay Digital check them out local uh, uh what are they, mate? <laughs> what are they? They're local. You have to do that again. Sponsoring it. Look, they're local. That's good enough for me. I don't care what local, they do. Digital marketing, <laughs> SEO, that type of stuff. Uh, really good. Excellent what they do. Check them out as well. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening and up the villa. Up Cheers, the villa. Up the villa. Cheers, Cheers I love it. Manu bahut changa lagda.